Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Coffee Chat with Dr. Jane. Got a beautiful cup this morning with an Irish blessing. Really love that. This cup is from Paul and Kathy in Red Deer, Alberta, Canada. Well, Paul and Kathy, thank you so much for the beautiful cup with the Irish blessing. There's my little shamrock. Um, and, and the, and the very in-depth and warm, heartfelt letter that you both wrote. It's, it's, it's very heartening. I'll just read for the, for everybody else, the, the last, uh, few lines. We understand that there are moments when you feel disheartened. However, we urge you never to lose hope for there are countless individuals, much like ourselves, who value your wisdom. Your guidance resonates with us and we are actively we actively incorporate your advice on various subjects into our daily lives. Wow, that's amazing. Your impact extends far and wide and your efforts are genuinely appreciated by those who benefit from your insights. Well, thank you, Paul and Kathy. And thank you for the gorgeous cup with the Irish blessing. The Irish blessing is, you have to, hang on, Dr. Jane needs her glasses. Yes, I am wearing sweaters and hats. It's a little chilly down here. The Irish blessing is may love and laughter light your days and warm your heart and home. May good and faithful friends be yours wherever you roam. May peace and plenty bless your world with joy that long endures. May all life's passing seasons bring the best to you and yours. Thank you so much, gorgeous. Okay, well, let's get started. Coffee chat, Thursday. Woo! January 18th. Things are moving along. Uh, the Davos psychopaths and freaks. Just, it's just a clown show. You know, they have their meeting. I mean, it's just the fake from Argentina that everybody drools over. Melee with his little, you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, it's just a joke. Um, you don't even know what's real coming out of there. And the globalists, the, you know, the, the, these people get way too much attention, way too much attention. Um, the more we ignore them, the less imposition they'll have on us. So I am just inundated with feds and trolls and bots and ankle biters. But I told you that was going to be really gearing up in 2023. And it was, it was just going to be off the charts in 24. So I'm, I am predicted it and it is true. Just, uh, people just come in, you know, when, when people come into a social media and say, are you this, are you that, or didn't you do this? Didn't you do that? First of all, if you if you had if you had a respect for someone or a caring like a friend, would you I'm going to give you a lesson in one part of discernment. If you had a friend or someone you admired and respected, would you approach them in public, either in in writing in social media or in at a party and say, "Didn't you do this and aren't you a fed and aren't you a freemason and aren't you this?" Of course you wouldn't. 
Not if you were really concerned. And so what you do is you do what I just said, because you're really, your, your mission is to throw people off. You're a social engineer, you're a chaos agent. And I'll tell you what's really interesting. The real chaos agents, not gonna say names, because by now you should know or be suspicious of a lot of them. But the real ones are, and, I, and this was predicted, they would try to come out ahead of it and say, and start to accuse others, right? Because that deflects. But who was warning you? Not just me. Look at who was warning you from the beginning. Who started talking about controlled opposition, narrative changers, compromised people, warning you, warning you, warning you from the very beginning. Because the real ones didn't start doing it until they started to get exposed. There were a lot of frontline people who you trusted, who gave you some good advice, maybe told you not to take the shots in the beginning, but they were telling other people to take them and they were taking, they were telling other subpopulations to take them, right? They weren't talking about controlled opposition or beware or all this, you know, um, you know, having these pseudo intellectual discussions about uh, uncovering, you know, the people that are really, you know, no, they just started doing it in the last six to 12 months because they know they are being more and more outed and, 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 and more and more people have stopped trusting them. I mean, it's just, it's just ridiculous. Um, uh, had Brother Buniolo on for After Talk last night. And it was a great, great show. It was a nice dovetail to the main show that I did with him on Monday night. I mean, the guy is proliferative. He's well-read. He's educated. Um, and I'll give you some examples of how people that are ignorant, they're ignorant because they keep themselves ignorant. They don't do any background research. They might read something from someone else and say, he's a fake. He's not really a Catholic. He's not the, he's a Jesuit. Well, you got to get up off your ass and start to do your own research. Because you, you know, those, you accuse people of something and the truth is right there. If you, if you really looked at Brother Bugnolo's website from Rome.info, you'd realize he's not a Jesuit. There are different orders. He's a Franciscan monk. And he has said that many times. In fact, I've interviewed him half a dozen times at least. In one of those, and you're gonna to have to search it in my Rumble channel, he actually talked about the difference between the Jesuits and the Franciscan monks. So there's another order. I'm not an expert in it. Go watch the show learn, right? Because I asked him in that show, what happened to the Jesuits? I mean, they are like the murderers and they're part of the deep state. And he did a great explanation because he's a Catholic scholar, historian, cultural anthropologist. And I thought it was interesting because he said there, there were phases in the Jesuit tradition. Uh, the Jesuits actually had a very revered positive beginning and then they were I don't know waylaid compromised I don't know how it happened 
and they became these scumbags and a lot of the good ones left that order. But, but there was that really intricate history. And you, you don't know that if you don't really read everything he's got on his website, if you didn't catch the show that I did with him where I asked him to explain it. And then you have people coming out after that. Well, he's a Jesuit, so he's, a, he's satanic. Jesus, guys, you know, come on. Those of you out there that are, that either don't like me or write disparaging things, you know, this is kind of a just, a, just an educational moment. You know, I'll put my anger and disgust with you aside for a moment and say, do yourselves a favor. I mean, pick and choose your battles, but at least research and find out who the bad guys really are and understand, be educated when you make a point about someone. Instead of throwing out a piece of red meat you read somewhere else and you didn't really research it. And he had a, you know, he's, he had a great revelation about Malone. And I think it's worth hearing because you should hear it from him because he gives you the context of what he calls Malone let the cat out of the bag. Bagnolo says, based on these videos he has and other documentation, in one particular video, he says, and these are his words, that Malone had a slip of the tongue, I guess, and said, uh, oh, talking about the Wuhan, you know, story about the origins of, you know, this thing got out. And Dr. David Martin has actually, it's, it's, it's amazing to me that they claim they're friends when David Martin has said many times, oh, well, sorry to burst everybody's bubble, but a bat and a pangolin didn't go out one night, have sex, and then spread this thing. It has nothing to do with animals and a wet market in Wuhan. And Bugnolo points out that Malone says um, they were working on a, a, a bat vaccine. And he said it a couple times in other tapes that I could see. And Buñolo says, and I played the clip at the beginning of the after talk. So it's real, it's cold open with the, with, with that clip of Buñolo saying, you know, no, it wasn't a bat uh, vaccine. It was the gain of function virus that they were working on in the Wuhan lab. And it wasn't an accidental leak. David Martin has pointed out that the language was um, until uh, an accidental or intentional leak. You know, it's like that scene in My Cousin Vinny when he screws up but he goes to the jail and he sees his nephew and he says, um, he goes, he goes I think, I, I know I can do this case if you let me back in. And the nephew goes, why, why should I? And Vinny says, He's got to, he's, the prosecution's wrong, got to be, he's going to fail. He has to fail because his case is a house of cards. When the house of cards is tumbling, you know the truth is going to prevail. And a lot of these people that have got out, you know, in front as the experts and got your trust and, you know, oh, I'm, I'm the expert in this and I'm the expert in that, you know, they... A lot of them are being outed 
they're outing themselves. They've been talking so long that they don't remember their own missteps or lies and they've got to build on the lie to make it more plausible. And eventually it gets to just to be a, you know, it's a patchwork of slop. And people start to look at it and go, what? And so the house of cards for the narrator changers and the grifters and the controlled opposition and the fakes, that's all coming down. They know it, which is why they're getting panicky, which is why, you know, they're, they're, they're throwing everything at the wall. Um, one of the things I found, I find really disturbing about Malone in his interviews is he's got a pattern. He's got a very short fuse. Um, he's always had a short fuse. I've always seen it. Um, I could see it in his language, in his syntax, in his responses to people. People go, oh, he was so rude in this recent interview with Dr. Malik. You know, he was so short and he was jumpy. I've seen that for three years. Now people got to see it in rapid fire succession. Um, that's not a professional way to be. Don't know why his fuse is sh so short. But then the, the other part of his pattern is like the very next day, like he must be ruminating over it overnight. And the very next day, you know, it's like, you know, on the computer, da 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 And he's got some poor me whining substack that hope you guys aren't paying for. But the point is, you know, poor me. <laughs> As I said before, once you and your wife go on a vacation, you need a break. But enough about that. Anyway, um, disease X, let's talk about it a little bit more, just to keep you on the straight and narrow. Disease X is actually a term, it's such a, such a joke, isn't it? It's a term that actually has been floating out there for years, several years. And I think if they had come out with the, or if they had highlighted, because it was already out there in you know, discussions and literature, if they had highlighted it in 2020, it would have really fueled the fear. But now it's just such BS, it's garbage, right? And then when they're pressured, they say, well, disease X is a placeholder for what could be coming. So unless you apply a gain of function to a synthetic viral entity to cause disease, disease uh, um, viral particles, viruses, bacteria, those kinds of things, the hosts, you know, uh, the status of their health notwithstanding, um, viruses burn down in the wild. They don't burn up. They don't, they don't surprise you and come back really quickly in a matter of months or a year. That's why the whole vaccine for influenza and other infectious diseases has been a joke. It, it uncovered, you know, pull back the curtain. It's, got, it's the guy back there behind the curtain. Pull, don't pay any attention to that man behind the curtain. It's always been a fraud. And even, and even when, when they, they acknowledged, oh, well, it's only 15 or 20%, why should I take it? With all your poisonous adjuvants? The whole thing has been a fraud. 
that's why I've gone from, you know, I'm, 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 I'm from the fifties. Okay. So I went from, Oh, Oh, okay. Got to do the vaccines to, um, then anti C19. Cause then I realized it was a bioweapon. It was poison to now no vaccines, no injections, no, no pharmaceuticals, unless imminently life threatening situation but don't but plan so that you don't get to that point it's all a fraud so so then the, so now now we're on to them so very quickly people like disease x go screw yourself disease they go oh it's a placeholder you know in case something happens we 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 want to be ready ready for what if you don't know what it is on the premise that you can see what it is and then you actually really do produce an injection that teaches your immune system, who are you to teach my immune system? You're nobody. You developers, inventors, you Ralph Barracks, Peter Daszaks, you're nobody. I don't need my immune system stimulated or sharpened. So disease X, it's the joke of the, it's the kick off the year. It's a joke. They're gonna keep doing this. You know, we had the monkey pox, we had disease X, and we had the variant. We had Omicron, oh. See, here's the thing. I'm not gonna name names, but pay very close attention. When frontline doctors even the ones who saved your life four years ago when they told you not to take the C-19 shot. When they continue to call it a vaccine. When they talk about variants like Omicron or JN1 or whatever. When they talk about pandemic. When you know the whole thing was a fraud when they defend the PCR, as Malone did with Malik's interview, as a diagnostic, and I'll go up against him any day publicly on that, and many other things. The PCR test has never been validated for validity and reliability as a diagnostic tool for anything, but especially not for diagnosing a flu, any flu, and differentiating any infectious disease like a flu from any other one. I hope you got that, Bob. So when people continue to talk about these things, they're normalizing them. They are participating in an operation to no, keep them normalized so that you'll, your, your semantics will remain confused. Well, but I tested with the PCR. Stop. Never been validated as a diagnostic tool. But I had COVID. There is no diagnostic tool on the planet to distinguish or diagnose COVID. Disease X. Disease X is the gift that keeps giving because I can plug in anything in that, right? Year after year. Oh, this year my disease X is this. 
get out of here. Who are these people? Oh my God, they think, and some of some people are going to swallow that, but come on, the majority of us are not stupid like that anymore. Placeholder, give me a break. Placeholder, till you can come up with the next thing, till you can finish the gain of function. Maybe there's another one going on. Remember what Dr. David Martin did say? I'll play the clip over and over again. There are, what do you say, 30 or 60? I forgot the number, don't hold me to it. <clears throat> Pathogens like the gain of function coronavirus in the hopper in development right now. And they're waiting for disease X. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> All right. Okay, now, I want to talk about, spend a couple of minutes on pushing anything on a pregnant woman. That baby inside of there, and this is how I came to feel that abortion just has to be stopped reduced something it's only you know they, oh it's you know it's not it's not a baby till it's three months or it's like first of all i've always said this it's not going to grow into a frog or a potted plant it can only if you don't mess with it don't interfere with it it will only grow into a human being it is a human being just like a child is no less of a human being because they're a child and not developed yet to full capacity as an adult. See the analogy? So I am very concerned and have always been concerned about giving this poison or any poison, flu, any vaccine, vaccine to pregnant women. I've written literally hundreds of original protocols, including the two for my doctoral degrees. I've written original informed consent documents. I've explained that before many times. And I've submitted those hundreds of protocols to human subject review boards. You can't go any further, whether it's your doctoral dissertation research study or if it's what I did for many years running uh, a, an independent human subjects clinical research lab. You can't go to step one until and if you receive approval stamped on your protocol and your informed consent by an independent review board, also called a human subjects review board. These are ethics committees. Some of them are private companies. Some of them are independent committees that reside in universities because they do so much research. They have their own department, but they are required to be their lawyers, doctors, nurses, other professions, ethicists. They're required to have no interest financially or otherwise in the study. And they're the ones that look through your protocol and ensure as much safety as possible for the subjects, protection of study subjects. Before this COVID scam, there is no way you could get this 
any, any treatment for a pregnant woman, and especially little babies, but, but definitely pregnant women, unless it was a life-threatening situation, disease state for pregnant women, and that's almost non-existent or very, very rare. And we have the CDC telling doctors, the other murderers, okay? You go, oh, Dr. Jane, you're a little too harsh. You know, the doctors aren't murderers. They aren't, you know, well, Dr. David Martin calls them prostitutes and I wholeheartedly agree. But the CDC tells doctors, you tell pregnant women to get these shots because, quote, your recommendation during pregnancy is one of the main predictors of vaccine uptake. Did you hear what I just said? The CDC, in trying to get doctors to murder pregnant women and their unborn babies, your recommendation during pregnancy is one of the main predictors of vaccine uptake. You rotten, murderous scumbags. See you doctors out there, obstetricians, obstetrical nurse practitioners, I see you. I know what you're doing and you know what you're doing. And when the hammer falls, I'll be first in line to testify and explain to the court how egregious, how self-serving and how murderous what you did, encouraging pregnant women to take this poison. Wow. Guys, have a wonderful Thursday. Uh, tomorrow night, I think I'm gonna do a solo show, cover some really important topics, just me, myself, and I, and uh, looking forward to the weekend. Got some friends here for a uh, uh, couple of events and a family birthday party, and I'm just, just looking to enjoy, just find the joy and the love in my friends and family. Hope you do too. Have a great day. Hi everyone, Dr. Jane Ruby here with a quick message on how you should be protecting your retirement funds, your 401k, your IRAs. Did you know that you can protect them with physical gold and silver to avoid losing everything that you've built over your lifetime? Please call the experts at Augusta Precious Metals at 888-836-1890. At least talk to an expert, learn more about how you can protect what you've built up so that if things go crazy, as we know they will in this economy, you've got some of your investments protected with tangible physical gold and silver. Every bit as valuable as real estate, something you can touch, they can't turn off, you know, with a flick of a switch. Call the people at Augusta Precious Metals. They're wonderful. They will educate you on what this is all about and what you need to do. And they will also provide you with some warnings about how to protect yourself from other companies that may be spreading lies and scamming you. That's Augusta Precious Metals at 888-836-1890. Medical disclaimer, the Dr. Jane Ruby Show does not provide medical advice. The information, including but not limited to, texts, graphics, 
Images and other material contained on this show are for informational purposes only and does not establish any kind of patient-client relationship by your viewing or attempt to communicate with Dr. Jane Ruby. No material presented on the show is intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment before undertaking a new health care regimen. And never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have seen on the show. Thank you for watching.